The Favorites Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. They're America's number one sportsbook with an easy-to-use app that's safe and secure. And when I win, I get paid out in as little as two hours. And this season, FanDuel Sportsbook is making betting easy for everyone. With great promos like risk-free bets, enhanced odds markets, same-game parlays, and more. So if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and sign up with promo code FAVORITES so they know I sent you. You must be 21 or older and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman. I am joined by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. We're doing a very special bonus episode, bonus college football bowl betting episode. There is no one in the world, true story, no one in the world who is better at betting college football and knows more about betting college football in the bowl season than Action Network expert colin wilson who is so beloved i got colin cowherd calling me and being like this colin wilson guy's amazing like he he mentions you on the podcast i do with him talks about you in the sec because he loves talking about college football welcome what are the five things we need to be thinking about right now how college bowl betting is different than regular college football betting Let's do it. The thing that you need to know about bowl season, if you're an NFL guy and you just want to, you know, you got, oh, I got games on Wednesday and Thursday and Monday. Underdogs hit a lot in college football bowl season, more than the regular season. So for a person like me that may throw a dime on a college football game, I'll slide 10% on that underdog on the money line. It goes up to about 25% for a, of a unit when I'm betting in bowl season. So for instance, if I like an underdog this weekend in one of these matchups, uh, I will always put 25% of what my unit size is on the underdog because underdogs win these exhibition games all the time. So, you know, get a little bit more loose with your, with your money line underdogs. Underdogs hit way more of the time during the postseason than they do during the regular season. So, A, you said if you're betting a dime, a dime in betting parlance is $1,000. Yeah. Unit size, that is just your general how much you would normally bet. I think to be transparent with everybody, like when I first started betting like 20, oh my God, how old am I now? Over 20 <laughs> years ago, I started betting, I was betting $50 on college football games. And when I liked underdogs, I was putting $5 on the money line. It was just a thing where, you know, if you like the underdog in bowl season, they win at a very high rate, a high clip. So I would take that $50 and increase it. So if you're a thousand dollar better, put 250 on the money line. We're going to talk about this bowl game. Like I'm going to the Outback Bowl. I've already got my number in on the underdog Arkansas, and I've already got my number in on the on the money line on them, 25% of what I bet on them full game. I cut you off, and you were going to do a few other things that are sort of important. I apologize. Yeah, motivation with coaches matters more than titles. I think people get caught up with interim, and they say fade interim coaches, and that's not really true because 
these guys are still looking for jobs. Everybody has to put food on the table for their kids. So it's more about motivation with the coaches that matters because that's how it gets trickled down to the kids and whether they're, you know, keeping their tackling techniques, whether they're learning their assignments on the offensive line. Players for UTEP have a chance to capture their first bowl since 1967. That's important. Old Dominion didn't even play in 2020. And now they're in a bowl game and they were one and six at one point this season. That matters. Uh, this entire Western Kentucky staff already out the door and almost every single player is in the transfer portal, but still playing in this game. That matters. I don't think their focus is here. So you just have to know motivation wise and where their heads are uh, if they're going to show up to this game, because sometimes teams don't. And then for injuries and opt outs, I'll point everybody to Stucky's fabulous piece about who's in the portal, who's still playing, who's in the portal, who's not playing and injuries. There's a lot of them out there. You know, I mean, the best advice I can give anybody is let's take that peach bowl with Michigan State and Pitt. Kenneth Walker III, Kenny Pickett, both Heisman contenders. We don't know their status for this game. I don't know how anybody's laying a bet. Nobody has any information. You know, even Pat Narduzzi's come out and said, listen, we're not going to talk to you about Kenny Pickett until the night before. So I don't know how anybody has any information on a guy that's worth at least seven points to the spread. What you have to do, and I do this with regular season games, 90 minutes before college football, players hit the field for warmups. Get the Twitter search going. Get the phone calls out. Get the text going. If you see players are on the field and they're playing, you can beat the market. You got just a little bit of time. I love that. I know, I know guys from Vegas who, before the internet was a thing, they would call the courtside tables to get information and pretend they were reporters from, you know, if it was two college, it was Boston College playing Villanova. They would say they're the Villanova reporter if the game is being played in Boston College and say, can you tell me who's warming up so they can get the information? Because you're right. That stuff is so key. And coaches lie. Uh, I, I've learned something from our new uh, partner at Action Network, uh, uh, Brett McMurphy, that the coaches will say one thing on Monday and Wednesday, and then there's something different on the field on Saturday. So uh, don't pay attention to what the coaches say. Uh, just, you know, make sure and uh, get the whole 90 minutes before game kickoff, uh, see who's on the field. Simon, do you have some thoughts? Yes, I do. I just want to quickly read a stat I saw that I was just found really fascinating for college football. This is from, correct me if I'm pronouncing his, his name wrong. I don't know who he is. Uh, Chris Felicia. Felica. Chris Felica. I'm not a social media guy. He, this, but I just found this really interesting because it just what you said, it popped in my head. I just remember it hearing that stat. Since 2008, single-digit dogs have covered at a 51% clip in the bowl season. However, of the 206 that covered, 159 or 77.2% won the game outright. Mm -hmm. That is really fascinating. That means if you're getting any dog nine and a half or below, Fuck the points. Take the money line. It, it just works out mathematically. That is alarming. 77.2% went outright. If you just, on longevity, if you just roll that out on your bankroll, holy shit, people. You're, you've made a lot of money full season betting these money lines. So I, I want to give credit to him because I think that's a really ingenious stat, kind of what you're touching on. And I'm wondering now, you're looking at these, these bowl games. What to you right now stands out as your three favorite bowl game bets? Yeah, that's that really underlines taking underdogs, motivated underdogs and having them win outright. And I think the first game that we talk about is one of those teams and it's Old Dominion plus nine. That's going to be on Monday uh, at the Myrtle Beach Bowl. First time they've had this bowl on what they call the surf turf, Coastal Carolina's field. Listen, the number is justified from a power rating perspective, but these two teams are kind of going in different directions. Tulsa's head coach, Philip Montgomery, he was going to get fired a couple of years ago. If you don't know who that is, he was RG3's quarterback coach at Baylor uh, and then got the job at Tulsa and, and he was really struggling to get a winning season. And then he hired defensive coordinator, Joseph Gillespie. 
Joseph Gillespie has left. He's now the TCU defensive coordinator, and he's not going to be in this game. But when you go back to Old Dominion, like I said, they started off one and six on the season. They finished the season five straight up wins, five against the spread wins. Hot. They switched to a quarterback named Hayden Wolf. He had 18 big time throws, only nine turnover worthy plays. He's making great decisions in the pocket. You know, the Monarchs are hot, and those are teams that are motivated. They didn't even play last year. This is exactly what you want in an underdog. Who else are you thinking about? Well, on December 29th, I'm going to the cheez Bowl. Now, most people are afraid to bet the cheez Bowl. There's been some wackiness going on, but uh, Clemson and Iowa State. And I think there's going to be some really heavy public sentiment on Iowa State. This is Brock Purdy's last game. Brees Hall's there. Matt Campbell somehow is still the coach. I'm not sure how he's still uh, in Ames, Iowa. But there is public sentiment for Iowa State. And there are people that just don't like Clemson, don't like what they've done in their body of work this season. And they've lost Brett Venables to OU as the new head coach. So people are going to be riding Iowa State and the Cyclones, and I think it's unjustified where the number is right now. This thing should be about Clemson minus two, and right now we're headed at about Iowa State minus two, and every time a sharp book gets to two and a half, it gets snapped up by sharps immediately, and there's a reason for that. This is a Iowa State team full of three-star uh, kids, and they're going up against a Clemson defense who every single kid on that team is going to be playing in the NFL. Uh, there is a massive discrepancy in talent here. I don't care that Brett Venables is not on the sideline for the Clemson defense. Uh, this is going to be bad for Iowa State. And just for people that don't pay attention to college football, when Iowa State gets into a big game, OU, Iowa, they cough up the ball and fumble all the time. Brock Purdy, so many interceptions, so many fumbles down his own goal line. Clemson is one of the biggest havoc makers on defense in college football. It's a bad situation. I will wait for the public to get really deep into Iowa state. And if I can get some sort of juiced three or two and a half, Clemson's going to be a bet that I'm going to be on. God, Clemson, Iowa state. This was a top five matchup in September. Yeah. And it's, I think, I think what's happened also is that odds makers and myself at action network, every, you wake up every Sunday morning, like where's the Clemson power rating, right? They can't score any points. The first, you know, the first, I don't know, eight games of the season. I mean, just, you know, just showing up lifeless to these games. Uh, can't cover. I mean, Dabo went a month and a half without covering a game. And then all of a sudden they've scored 30 points in their last five games. They figured it out offensively. The defensive talent's always been there. I think there's still this big hate for Clemson in the public. And, and that makes a really good opportunity for us betters. All right, Colin. I, I feel will. like you've primed us for the, uh, for the bowl games that are happening between now, which is December 16th and the end of the year. And I think people are going to need to keep up with you. They're going to need to keep up with Stucky. They're going to need to keep up with Brett McMurphy. And if you're dying to hear more bowl betting content and who wouldn't be, check out the Big Bets on Campus podcast with Colin Wilson and Stucky, the BBOC live show, which we will be doing a few episodes of on Twitter at Action Network HQ over the next few Saturdays so we can be previewing games sort of in advance of, you know, the national playoff. Colin Wilson, thank you so much, brother. Simon Hunter. For Simon Hunter, I am Chad Millman. This has been the special bowl betting episode of The Favorites from the Volume Podcast Network. Download us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, love you. Bye.